all of our patrons will automatically qualify for our exclusive prize draw. At the end of the season, eight of them will be randomly selected and written into one of the thrilling chapters of season five. To enter, click the link in our description and sign up as a patron today. A ghost town, also known as a deserted or abandoned city, is almost exclusively known to be a village, town, or city that holds a noticeable level of the building infrastructure, whilst also being entirely desolate. There is something so strange about the notion of empty streets and deserted buildings. Whenever we witness the landscape of an abandoned area in any apocalyptic-style film, we are all met with an eeriness that comes with the imagery, no matter how many times we see it. The roads were designed to be driven on, the paths to be walked upon, and yet, in these situations, they sit so unused and silent that our mind almost struggles to register it. We expect so much to hear the engines of cars and the footsteps of feet that it almost psychologically implants the notion of their presence as spirits remaining behind, nothing but a whisper against the breeze. Although there are some places out there in the world where it is claimed that these spirits are not there due to a psychological expectation, but due to a curse on the very land the buildings sat upon. My name is Luke Mordew, and this modern myth is the disappearance of Koldara. The village of Kaldara was thought to be established many years ago, more specifically around the 13th century. Here, it would become a prosperous and lively village inhabited by Paliwal Brahmins, a community that has a history that reportedly goes back 6,000 years in time. They had migrated from Pali to this Jaisama region and, according to a history book written by Lakshmi Chand in 1899, it was a Paliwal Brahmin named Kadin who was first to settle in the Koldara village. Here, it is reported that he excavated a pond called Udhansha inside the village. The village itself was located around 18 kilometers, or just under 12 miles, from the Jaisama city, and was centered around a temple of the Mother Goddess, a goddess who represents a personified deification of motherhood, fertility, creation, and destruction. It had three longitudinal roads, which were cut through by a vast number of latitudinal narrow lanes. The aforementioned book by Lakshmi Chand, titled Tawarik Jasama, provided statistics about Paliwal population and households of several villages. By using the figure of 3.97 persons per household, it has been estimated that the 17th to 18th century population of Koldara was as high as 1,588. The villagers were mostly known to be agricultural traders, bankers and farmers, using ornamented pottery made of fine clay whilst using the water from the Kaki River and several wells for agricultural purposes. In the year of 1815, the population was recorded by the British officer James Todd as 800 inside 200 households, 
based on information he had gathered from what he had referred to as the best informed natives. The village was successful, prosperous, and filled with life for so long that many were confused by what felt like the sudden disappearance of everyone that once resided there. The legend claims that around the year of 1825, the successful village of Koldara that sat under the state of Jaisama was visited by the evil presence of Salim Singh, the powerful and debauched prime minister of the state. It is said that he fell in love with the daughter of the village head and expressed his desire to marry her by force. To avoid any pushback on this, Salim threatened the village with grave and dire consequences if they did not adhere to his wishes, giving them 24 hours to decide. But instead of submitting to the orders of the vicious tyrant, the Paliwals made a choice out of respect of the head of the village and his daughter. The people of Koldara abandoned their ancestral homes before the 24-hour deadline was up and vanished overnight, leaving behind what had taken six centuries to build. Although, instead of just disappearing into the darkness, it is claimed that they had placed a curse on the grounds of Koldara, ensuring that nobody would be able to settle in their village thereafter. And to this day, it has remained barren sitting similarly to how it did that fateful day centuries before. Now, it is said that those that have tried to stay the night amongst the ruins of Koldara have described a night of disturbances before being chased away by several paranormal forces. This urban legend has become very much part of the history of Koldara and has captivated the imagination of those that have heard it for many years with another variation doing the rounds that also led to 84 other villages also abandoning their homes overnight in solidarity. The story is one filled with heart, villains, heroes and mystery, and although the reality may not be as dramatic as the story suggests, the truth is still interesting in its own right. There is no real definitive answer as to why the homes had been abandoned in the area, but the theories remain logical understandable, and far more realistic in their ideas. I hope you're enjoying this chapter so far, and we will return to it, but first I wanted to steal you away for a moment. I love what I do, and delving into the history of urban legends and folklore is as fascinating as it is rewarding. I feel fortunate to have thousands of people listening to my research each week. The kind messages I receive are both heartwarming and reassuring. However, it takes a very long time to create each chapter. And no matter how much I enjoy it, doing this for free is not always a possibility, leading to significant gaps between seasons. Gaps that I hope to shorten in the future. And this is where your support is needed. Through Patreon, you can subscribe for as little as £3 a month less than a latte at your local barista. By doing so, you will receive all episodes without any advertisements or breaks. You will also be able to listen to each chapter the Friday before the general public. On top of this, you'll receive a weekly newsletter and discounts on merchandise. We're not just building a community there, but forging a fellowship of folklore enthusiasts. Join our private group chats 
where you can share your stories, theories and discoveries with like-minded individuals captivated by modern myths. Let's discover what you've heard, what you may want to hear or what you think of any specific legend. Your support on Patreon isn't just a subscription, it's an investment in preserving our urban legend show. Please help us continue our journey and in return, become part of our team. Visit our Patreon page by clicking the link in our show notes, clicking subscribe and paying whatever you can afford to give. I look forward to your support as we continue to unravel folklore together. And now, back to the legend. It is known that the 1,588 people that resided in Koldara had dwindled down to 800 by the time Officer James Todd had arrived in the year of 1815, most likely due to the fact that most of the wells in the village had, over time, almost completely dried up. This dwindling water supply would have greatly impacted agriculture productivity, and without a corresponding reduction in tax by the Jaysama state, it may have left the Paluals with no choice but to leave. This in itself is alluded to in another version of the urban legend, where Salin Singh, the evil minister of Jaysama, levied excessive taxes on the village, leading to its eventual decline. Although, one part of the legend that is definitely not true is perhaps the most interesting part of it. As stated, the population had dwindled to 800 by 1815, but it was recorded again in 1890, where the number of civilians were marked as 37. So it would seem that, yes, the village was abandoned and it was in part due to the Jaysama state. Although, it was not as romantic and fairy tale like as the story suggested, and it was by no means a swift end of the village's life. Instead, the people left over a long period of time, finally giving up and moving on to start a new life elsewhere. It was in a 2017 study by A.B. Royatal, published in Current Science, that a new suggestion was put forward. Here, it was suggested that Koldara and the neighbouring Paliwal villages were destroyed by the act of an earthquake. According to the authors of this study, the ruined houses in these villages show evidence of earthquake-related destruction, such as collapsed roofs, fallen joists, lintels and pillars. The study claims that such extensive destruction could not be attributed to the normal processes of weathering and erosion. They further state that their theory is supported by the evidence of recent tectonic activities and the observed ground movements along several major faults in the region. Others claim that the water theory holds the most merit, although to them, rather than it being an increasingly low supply, perhaps invaders had come and poisoned the communal wells with animal carcasses, rendering it unpotable. Although, no matter what is said amongst the science, historians and studies, they are no match for the mysterious tale of the disappearance of Koldara as it is known. Now, the ruins of the village are a protected monument and is protected by the Archaeological Survey of India, and in 2015, the Rajasthan government 
decided to actively develop the village as an official tourist spot. It is a desolate place full of ruin and history. It is not hard to imagine the people that once walked the paths of this village as their home. The story, no matter which version you believe to be true, is undoubtedly a tragic tale of a people having to leave their ancestral homes for good. It is a haunting place in that sense, although any other aspect of a haunting involved seems to be that of tales told. Over time, the village had acquired a reputation as a haunted place, which, somewhat inevitably, began to attract tourists. It has been said that the locals around the area do not truly believe these tales of overnight disappearances and ghostly encounters, although they continue to propagate them in order to attract more tourists to their lands. It is a remarkable thing to see, and a sight I would like to witness with my own eyes one day, and regardless of my belief in the supernatural, I would love to witness the haunting landscape. The tourists amongst the people that arrive there vary from history buffs to ghost hunters, sightseers to paranormal experts. A team from the Delhi's Paranormal Society reportedly once decided to find out if this place was indeed cursed, as the legend suggested. They spent close to 12 hours amongst the walls of Kaldara at night. Here, they claimed that their equipment did, in fact, pick up unusual activity amongst the ruins, with some describing what felt like somebody tapping on their shoulders when nobody was around. They also claimed that spirits revealed their names and that they were being watched by shadowy figures amongst the rubble. And so, the village of Kaldara may be dead and gone, but it seems the urban legend will live on for many more years to come. Urban Legends is researched, written, and produced by Luke Mordew. Original score by Billy Jupp, with additional sounds from storyblocks.com. If you like what you heard and want to hear more, click subscribe on your chosen podcast provider and delve into the mysteries of our previous and future chapters. To find more, including merchandise, video content, images, and more, visit urbanlegendsfolklore.com. If you have more information or a correction on something mentioned in this chapter, please get in touch through our website. We aim to ensure that all information provided is accurate and up-to-date, and this remains a top priority. If you want to support the show, receive early access, and have more of a say in what we do, then become a patron by clicking the link in our show notes. For these chapters in video format, simply search Urban Legends Folklore on YouTube. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Threads, and join our Facebook group by searching Urban Legends Folklore.